All right, folks, welcome to another episode of Have a Little. And I am so excited to have somebody that's blood related through magic. And she's coming to us uh, tonight. And uh, she's a video creator. She's an avid reader. She's got a book club. She does TikTok. She's going to have a podcast coming out. And I want to welcome Randall to the show. Welcome, Randall. And tell our folks here at Have a Little all about yourself. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me on. And I'm really excited. Um, it's definitely cool to be able to have my first foray into podcasting with a blood relative, uh, considering that we have not launched the podcast yet. So that's really cool. And I love that we were able to do this. Well, that's awesome. Um, so let's see a little bit about me, I guess. Uh, I've been doing content creation, uh, video creation for about going on 11 years. I started out, well, you could even say earlier than that, back when uh, I was in high school making little funny videos on YouTube with friends. But I uh, have always been really interested in being a filmmaker and writing, and I've been a very creative person my whole life. And when I was about... 18 or 19, I started getting onto Instagram and YouTube. I thought, you know what? I could do this. That's right. <laughs> so I started watching all of these videos about people who are making videos and what they suggested and what equipment they had. And eventually I started making videos on YouTube and I would do vlogs and product reviews and makeup tutorials. And then one day, my computer slipped to the ground, and I stopped making videos because my computer was crushed, and I was poor, and I couldn't afford to get it fixed. And I went several years without being able to create content, and then things kind of shifted, and I did Instagram for a while, and then ended up somehow through crazy circumstances on an app I never thought I would be on, and that's TikTok. And right around the, close to the end of the pandemic, I started getting into reading again after a long time. Mm -hmm. And it honestly just took my mind off of all the craziness of my life, and it just transported me to another world. And I kind of found that love for it again through TikTok, which anybody who's listening that knows about the community on TikTok would know that we call it book talk. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of started out as a book talker and I started out by just posting a couple of videos about the books that I was reading that were kind of popular online and just became hungry for more and more books and would read constantly I would sometimes read a book a day for a period of time and I was wow. reading thousands and thousands of pages I could read an entire thousand page book in a day or a day and a half if I was really into it oh, good for you <laughs> yeah and so I was just really into reading and started posting more about it on TikTok and ended up having a book that really grabbed me by an independent author, well, a pair of independent authors. And I was talking about it online and it sort of blew up. 
and that video went semi-viral and I got a lot of people interested in, into the book and from there it felt kind of like for the first time in my life like there was a community of people mm-hmm. that I related to and had the same interests as me and were in similar positions in their lives and I felt very strongly that I needed to find a way to talk to people in more than just a couple of characters on TikTok and be able to have full-length conversations and so I used that opportunity to start a book club and at the time my handle on TikTok was called Reign of Stars and my uh, book club became Kingdom and I grew this like, huge book club with hundreds of people in it. And we would do weekly video book clubs where we would talk about the book series that we were reading and do presentations and discussion and had a whole Discord server about it, which ended up growing into what's called a writer's role play, where uh, basically people who enjoy writing assume a character hmm. and they create scenes in a fictional world where they use it as a writing exercise to play as a character that they've made and so it's kind of like a it's like writing a novel but improv that's pretty cool kind of like acting it out it's what was that it's kind of like acting it out then yeah exactly so it's like actors who go do improv um except for you get to write it and so cool you get to have all of the context and and build it out and so it's fun because you keep getting prompted um you have to ask yourself what your character would do so it's been really fun to do all of that and uh i've really enjoyed it but the thing about me is that i can never be like pigeonholed into one thing you know i I'm very dynamic and have a lot of interests. And so I ended up starting to talk about other things online as well. For example, movies and TV and also just about my personal life. And the heart of everything that I have ever done is just about vulnerability and wanting. I've always wanted to have a a platform. And I wanted to be able to connect with people, but it's never been about wanting to have recognition or, or just, you know, fame. Like I I wouldn't consider myself anywhere near that point, but I'm on, I'm on on a path to get there. And it's not because I want that. It's because I really want to be able to help people and I want people to feel connected to someone and I think there's so many people out there right now who feel very alone and feel more disconnected than ever from the people that they're surrounded by in this world. And I want to share a real and vulnerable piece of myself because it's the truth. And I think too many people nowadays don't share the truth and they put on a version of themselves online or, you know, even a a public facade of of who they think they need to be for other people. And I think that there's nothing more beautiful than authenticity. And so that's that's kind of the lane that I'm shifting into now is showing that authentic side of myself and setting the tone of the conversation with vulnerability so that Hopefully I can get to a place where I could help even just one person. That is so cool because that's one of the reasons I started my version of what I do. And it's called Have a Little because that's a song I wrote about having some faith, hope, 
and love in life. And, and the number one thing I always stress in my shows is if you don't love yourself, you're not going to be able to be that person. And that's what I try to get across. Now, you've obviously done something right. Now, you told me before we went on the air here, you have close to 24,000 followers already. Yes. Um, <laughs> that is so I'm, cool. You know, it's funny because, well, one, something that I think is funny that's a little thing that I need to work on is I have such a hard time giving myself recognition or mm -hmm. being like, yeah, I did something cool. You know, like that, that's an accomplishment. Like I have a hard time patting myself on the back, but at the same time, I don't want to diminish it. Right. But I think the thing that's interesting about social media is that somebody, you know, with, with just the culture we have, you look at a number like that and they're like, wow, you already mm -hmm. have 24,000 followers. And it's like, you think, oh, wow, that's a lot. And while it is, it doesn't mean a whole lot in social media, which is really the 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 rub. I guess that's the, the hardest part about it is that true until you reach, especially on a platform like TikTok. TikTok is all about the content that you make, the mm -hmm. videos that you make have to catch people. That's your only opportunity. It's not. I would say the amount of views that I get on videos do not compare to the amount of followers I have. And when I look at my statistics, it actually shows me that most of my videos are found on the for you page and they're not viewed by my followers. And that comes down oh, to okay. the way that the app works. So it's really exciting to have people who want to follow me and to see my platform growing. But at the same time, there's no slack. Like if you want your videos to do good, every video has to be something that you put your time and attention into. Mm -hmm. You have to have a hook. The very beginning, you have to hook people. And if you don't, you're not going to see a lot of, you know, so for example, I have videos on my page that have maybe 800 views. So you compare that to 24,000 followers. Yeah. That just shows you, you, you don't have a leg up just because you have followers. It, it's not going to necessarily help you get the engagement that you need in order to be successful. So that's really where I'm focusing now on trying to build a brand, build trust and for people to, to know who, who I am so that if I come up on their page and they've seen a video of mine, they have that facial recognition and mm -hmm. the voice recognition and want to know what I have to say so that they'll linger longer on my video, which will boost it in the app. So social media is such a complicated beast. And so on one end, I'm like so floored that I've had the success that I have. And it's like if I never had another success on social media, I would be grateful for what I have had. On another sense, there's only you know further ahead that i can go like it's still an uphill path <laughs> i get it because it's the same thing with my show I, I look at the statistics and it's it's been heard in close to 40 countries now and when i look at the number okay. of i look at the number of the listeners and it just doesn't make sense but you completely made sense to explaining that to me that's really cool uh, with all that, this podcast you're going to start, um, you said you're going to have somebody doing it with you. Um, tell uh, everybody uh, the name and the whole concept beside, behind that. That sounds really cool. 
something that I was mentioning a minute ago about that authenticity and honesty is really the root of the friendship that I have with my friend Rachel. She and I actually met through some really interesting circumstances that she and I can only explain as fate and and destiny and the universe working in mysterious ways to lead us together. And she and I are are both people that that believe in mysterious things. Like we question the world around us and what we know is our reality. And we're both very open-minded to all theories and beliefs and talking about energy and spirituality. Excellent. But that's all kind of encircling the main point of who she and I are as friends, which is we believe in honesty and vulnerability. And we, we just feel like it's so difficult for people to get to that place. Um, and I think that that comes from the fact that everybody's waiting for somebody else to be vulnerable first. And I've found in my life that if you can set the tone and you are willing to be the, the one who's vulnerable first, you will be shocked at the things that people are willing to open up about. And I use an example that's like kind of gross, but it's true. Like I know somebody who uh, had an embarrassing thing happen where uh, like a bathroom problem Mm -hmm. and they were so embarrassed about it. And I was like, well, but what if you weren't embarrassed about it? Like, what if it was something that you just owned as a fact that this is something that happened to you? Because the reason that you're bothered by it is because you feel alienated. You feel alone. You feel like other people wouldn't understand and they would look down on you for knowing that you had, you know, some embarrassing thing happen to you. Right. But I bet you if you were to open up and you were to say to someone, oh, my God, I literally almost like pooed my pants the -hmm. other day and I almost couldn't make it to the bathroom. That other person would be like, oh, my God, I have the worst IBS. And the other day I was in Target and they would immediately start telling you. There'd be a connection. (laughs) What? There'd be a connection. Yeah. Exactly. Because there's a through line human beings all have something and i can guarantee you if someone peed their pants guess what almost every single woman i've ever met pees their pants (laughs) but it's like you think oh it's so embarrassing like nobody would understand it happens to older guys too (laughs) yeah we all understand we've all been there like that's awesome had those times even if it's like food poisoning or whatever and that's like a oh, yeah. really base level example of something that i'm talking about but it it goes to show that if you set the tone of vulnerability and you're willing to to show a side of yourself in a way that you're not embarrassed and that this is just who you are that confidence will come through and you can make other people feel comfortable to share things with you as well. And that's how you can really deepen relationships and and also process your own trauma and the things that you've gone through. And I use trauma like kind of lightly there. I think that there's varying levels of of trauma. I think that, you know, some of that can be real legitimate trauma and some of it can just be things that we all go through Mm -hmm. that have a lingering impact on us through our whole life. And so 
I think that if we can get to a place where we're able to talk about things and not be embarrassed by them and be willing to consider why it is we do the things we do, why we put up boundaries, why we are having a hard time falling in love again, why it is that we're codependent. If we can get to that place and ask the difficult questions and be willing to give the honest answers, then we wouldn't be so angry. We wouldn't be so negative, so mean. We would feel more fulfilled because something that you said a minute ago and is really the cornerstone of everything that I believe in is that you will never find true happiness outside of yourself. Happiness comes from within. Exactly. It comes from your own inner peace. And I think that a, a way that I've learned that is through being in romantic and platonic relationships that felt very codependent. And I never understood what that meant until recently, but it's, you know, for anybody listening who maybe doesn't understand um, how simple codependency can be, that can come down to, you know, what are we having for dinner? What are we doing this weekend? When are we hanging out with these friends? Oh, I um, got this great new hobby that I'm really interested in, and I want you to come with me. You know, it's, it's simple things like that. It's, you know, discovering something you like and then asking your partner to do it with you mm -hmm. every time because you need them by your side. And a really dark way that that can manifest and that can prove to you that that person can't give you happiness is, for example, let's say today I'm in a relationship with somebody and that person comes to me and they say, Randall, you are so beautiful. I love you so much. And they look me in my eyes and make me feel so special. And for that day, and maybe even a couple days after, I feel loved and I feel special. And that, therefore, I have worth. But then maybe something happens that makes me feel bad. And I don't have my own self-worth. I don't have things that make me feel good on my own. And so I am looking for my partner to give me that reassurance. Mm -hmm. And my partner is like, you know, oh, yeah, I love you. Oh, yeah, you look cute. They didn't say it with as much intensity this right, time. Like the first time. And Right. And now I'm like, huh, is, that, is something wrong? Do they not love me? Do, are they having doubts? You know, like you, 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 maybe not the first time, but at some point people will start to, to, to question, well, why wasn't it as much? Mm -hmm. And it's going to take more and more and more convincing to, to make you feel that because you want it to be intense every time because someone you know that you've been with for 10 years saying hey you look beautiful it stops having meaning because they say it all the time and sure. so you don't feel it anymore and that all stems from not feeling it for yourself so when you don't have your own things that make you like that, that light you up you know from within mm -hmm. you don't have something that you feel like you're working towards or you're accomplishing when your whole world is wrapped up in other people. And that could be a child. That could be a friend. When that, let's just say we're using the romantic relationship as an example for, you know, continuing on with that. Let's say that you devote all of your time to 
maintaining your household to having a great relationship with your partner. You do everything together. You have all the same friends, but most of the time you don't need friends because you guys spend your weekends together. You go to the, you know, farmer's market on the weekend and you have date night and you come home and you make dinner and you watch your show and go to bed and that's your life. And this is your, your everything. This Mm -hmm. is your partner, your whole world. People always say like, they are my whole life. They are my whole world. They are my other half. They are my everything. Okay. Well then what happens if you find out that that person is cheating on you? What happens if that person falls out of love with you? What happens if that person dies? Then, then what? Because now your entire world is gone. Yeah. it's, It's upside down now again. Yeah. And not to say that you wouldn't still feel the pain and trauma of that. But if you were able to feel love and happiness from within yourself and weren't relying on anything externally to make you feel that way, you would only just feel the pain and loss of that. And you'd be able to understand it for what it is instead of, turning it in on yourself and wondering who am I now? Exactly. Who am I without this person? Yep. You turn because the, we are, go ahead. What was you, that? you start blaming yourself and you know, you just, you just have to center it on you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the first thing that a lot of people do. I don't want to generalize and say everyone, because you know, everyone's different, but I do think a lot of people in, ex- turn it onto themselves and they internalize and they say, well, why wasn't I good enough? why you know why did you go outside of our relationship to be with someone else or why don't you want to be my friend anymore or why don't you want to spend time with me or why didn't you want to come to you know the movies today like you oh you have friends with some you're friends with someone else and you made plans with them why are they better than me you know it, it can it can be the simplest things but oftentimes people who are finding their worth and their happiness outside of themselves will turn it in and say, well, why wasn't I good enough? Why don't you want to be with me? Why do you want to spend time with me? And if you don't have that problem and you love yourself and you have worth within yourself, if something bad happens outside of you with a, a relationship that you have, you can just see it for what it is objectively and you can still mourn it or be, you know, feel the pain of it, but it's not going to derail your sense of worth. Yeah. It's not going it, to, it's not going to derail you. Yep. That makes complete yeah. sense. This sounds uh, really cool. I think this is, you're going to get a lot of listeners. I know I'll be one. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> so my God, it's so, it's so wild. That is really cool. You seem really, really uh, confident in a lot of that stuff, which is great. And you, ha- you're, you have a great speaking voice for this, too. So oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. So when is this kicking off? We've got a few more minutes here. When is the, the podcast going to be happening? And also uh, throw out all those connections there where folks can find you. And then we're going to post it, too, um, on uh, all my social media stuff. Yeah, so you can follow me personally at Randall Forsenell, and that is on Instagram and TikTok, uh, Twitter too, but I really don't use it that often, so um, don't bother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you can, yeah, that's where you can find me, and then 
you can find the podcast. It's uh, at Keen Podcast. And we're about to launch our website soon. And that is going to be keenpodcast.live. Awesome. Is Now, is it going to be a weekly show or how's it going to work? Yeah, absolutely. The plan is for it to be a weekly show. Uh, we're hoping to be as consistent as possible. Uh, the, the plan originally was to kind of pre-record a bunch, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of things happening that's kind of making us want to get started sooner rather than later. And so we're considering getting getting our episodes out quicker. And so that is going to be launching here in the next few weeks i don't want to give an exact date but it's coming we just uh we want to do it right you know and Uh, so for sure we're we're taking our time to make sure that that we've got it all set up and have our website up and and everything like that well what i've learned from doing my show is i bounce back and forth I'll, i'll get people to do interviews and then nobody can come on it's been so crazy then I started this whole six-month uh, rebuilding my life thing. I'm doing a show about that. And now on Sunday nights, I've added a bonus show where I'm breaking down lyrics to songs to relate to how you can love yourself. And uh, if you think about some of the great music that you love, there are messages in there if you really listen to the oh. lyrics. So that's what I'm doing now, uh, moving forward with that. But I've been inconsistent, so hopefully you can set the example for me. Well, I really appreciate you hanging out and uh, I want you to stay on the line for a minute once I close the show here. And uh, so folks look for Randall and this great show coming up. And uh, she just obviously an amazing young woman there, a lot of talent, and uh, she's got some great ideas. And I want to thank you again for being here and taking the time out. And uh, folks always remember, try to keep that hope, keep that faith and make sure you love yourselves. And, uh, Thanks for listening to have a little. Thank you again, Randall. We'll talk to you soon again. Thank you so much. All righty.